Hello, I am Dr. Jason Parker, and this is the Engaged and Athletic Leadership Podcast. This is the podcast designed to provide you with the tools and fuel you need to impact your world. Engaged leaders are intentional, and athletic leaders are skillful and trained to overcome any challenge. If that describes you or the leader you want to become, this podcast is for you. Welcome and enjoy the show. Well, hello, and welcome to the Engage and Athletic Podcast. You know, guys, I'm so excited about today's topic. We always encourage leaders to grow through intentionality, and that's intentionally investing in themselves and in others in an effort to create tremendous impact. In essence, we're always encouraging leaders to recreate themselves in some form or fashion. Basically, be better physically, be better mentally, be better spiritually, than you were this time last year or even last week. But one often forgotten forgotten element of recreation is to refresh. It is to replenish, to, to restock, reevaluate. So today we want to talk about recreating yourself through avocation. And I've got a su- superb guest. He's a native of Worthington, Minnesota, a 20-year-plus administrator, uh, he started off in Northeast Iowa. He's the current AD at Ankeny Centennial High, which is a suburb north of Des Moines, Iowa, for over three years. He's been to places like Seattle, uh, Burnsville, Minnesota. Uh, he has a great, great background. He's a longtime NIAAA presenter at the National Conference, someone who I uh, follow after taking one of his courses. He, he has a huge national following. He's doing great things in his district, and he's somebody who, who I look up to. I want to introduce you today, Mr. Scott Jarvis. How are you doing, Scott? I'm doing great, Jason. Thank you for having me on the show. And for uh, I, I love your podcast. Um, you do some great things, and I love the things that you post on LinkedIn. So uh, very much a follower of you. And uh, really look forward to seeing all the stuff that you put out there. So thank you for for having me today. Hey, well, I appreciate it, man. Why don't you tell the folks out there a little bit about yourself as it relates to how you your positions of leadership? Yeah. So, I mean, I, as you said, I started at a small school up in northeast Iowa and um, just kind of continued to work and hone my craft as a athletic administrator. Um, had stops at Muscatine, Iowa. Um, also, as you said, Burnsville Egan Savage School District. I was the district director of athletics up there and um, really wanted to become a college AD at some point and mm-hmm. had the opportunity to make that move. But um, I know God's you know, plans always may be different than what we think, um, mm-hmm. but just Definitely. really feel like my spot has been to be a high school athletic administrator and uh, my wife always always tells me every day that God has a plan for me. Definitely. And so she is uh, definitely the person who kind of keeps me on the straight and narrow. But um, I, again, I've been privileged throughout my career to be at great places and have great mentors and great leaders um, that have helped me uh, continue to grow and develop as an athletic administrator. And, um, you know, so for me, being on this podcast is, you know, part of that journey having the opportunity to, to listen, to hear others, um, what they're doing um, and learning and growing 
always say athletic directors are great thieves when they take great ideas and make them the um, make hey. them. Well, that's awesome. I think that your level of uh, impact and influence you've had uh, in this great career you've built for yourself uh, resonates uh, everywhere you've been. And so kudos to you for the impact you've been able to to sustain. And, and I know that your district benefits from it. Today's topic, as I mentioned, is all about recreating ourselves through avocation. And avocation is a, is a big, haughty word, but it's defined as simply a calling, a hobby, a pursuit, even a pastime. These can be small moments that we take for ourselves or even like large getaways or undertaking. But the main thing we want to encourage leaders to do is to be intentional, even in recreating yourself, because it will mold us. It does mold us as leaders how we break, how we get away. So my first question to you, Scott, is what are some things that you do to recreate recreate yourself on a daily basis? You know, it, as crazy as it sounds, I love to sing. So uh, I, I'll f- find myself in my room um, and I actually have an app that I use and I, and I will just sometimes sing my day away. Uh, <laughs> I love listening to music. Um, I love uh, jazz music. So I, I really take uh, some time to, to listen to that. Um, so a lot of my, uh, my break away has to do with music and, and singing, uh, which I love to do. And even when I was in high school, uh, was in uh, a lot of musicals and plays and wow. even, even did that in college also. So, wow. um, just something that I like to do to relax and have fun with. Um, the other thing I love to do is just to, to go out for walks. Um, don't, I, I used to go out and run all the time, but now I'm, I've got such a bad back. It kills me to run. So, <laughs> so now I find myself on uh, long walks and I, I always feel like that helps me kind of refocus and re-energize and, and just be able to think about things. Um, wow. Wow. So, so I, I've, I I've got to go back to the singing. I, that's a new one. How yeah. does that work? Is it, is it, is, you said, mentioned you have a singing app. Yeah. So I just, I'll, I mean, I just get on there and I, you know, pick a is that song like that a, I love. Like an auto tune or is that like no, a, no, like it's, a karaoke? It's some, it's a karaoke app and I, I just sing oh my away goodness. and, and uh, I have a great, I have a great old time. well that's really when you talk about i mean because i do traditional things you know that are like meditation and different exercise but there are sometimes you you get worn down in those things and you got to constantly switch it up i've never gotten tired of singing you know there's never been a time when you're singing like maybe if you're in the choir you're forced to sing but (laughs) there's never been a time when i've chosen to sing that number one i'm not instantly taken to a new place in my mind and i'm not like 100 percent excited about what i'm singing so that that is a new one for me i i really enjoy it i you know and and for whatever reason, music, I just feel like it can change your attitude no matter where you're absolutely. at. If you're absolutely. If you're in a bad place, uh, you put on some music. And, uh, and again, I just sometimes in some of those tough days, I can just sing that day away. 
Yeah, no, no, my my uh, secretary often says uh, if we've had a hard day, she's like, I need to go listen to some trap music, <laughs> which is like, yeah. which is like hardcore rap. And, and but I'm like, you're right. Like it'll take you to a new place. It'll give you a new energy, and then you just come right back and you you knock out the rest of the day. But music, yeah. music is transformational. So that's awesome. There's no doubt. Yes. I want to ask you also, what are some larger scale things you do what, to, to recreate on a deeper level? Yeah, you know, I, I really thought about that. And I think for me, it's um, really about serving others, or, you know, our, mm. our student athletes, our coaches. You know, as we talked about earlier, I, I love presenting at conferences. Um, yes. during, during the pandemic, I, I did a lot of um, like Zoom presentations to different mm. school districts. I yeah. really, I really do enjoy that. That does reinvigorate me. Um, yes, it makes me kind of reflect on yes. on what I do and how I do it. How can I do it better? Um, right. So, as much you know, I say this all the time. As much as I have the opportunity for, to present and to share with others uh, through every one of those opportunities, I feel like I grow uh, much more than even what I probably present. Absolutely. Um, and I really enjoy that time. And that does give me really a sense of, of purpose. Um, and, and again, you know, my everything I want to do is about serving our kids, serving our coaches, being a resource for other ADs. Um, you know, it's it's not always an easy uh, career path. Um, mm-hmm. but I, as you said in your opening, I think it's very impactful career path. Right. And the amount of positive impact we can have on our students is tremendous and i don't know that you know for me that there's a better profession out there Um, no you're absolutely right and and i love what you taught touched on as far as speaking because that's something that has a lane that's kind of opened up for me as well unintentionally through through this pandemic and i also had several zoom meetings i i've recently been invited to to speak at the arkansas athletic directors conference and you know i had done the 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 niaa presentations and things of that nature before but it's becoming much more regular and i what i'm finding is it 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 recreates me because it gives me an energy It, it is almost like a um, it, it reminds me of like a game day experience when I was an athlete because yeah. you, you, there's yeah. a performance element to it. Yep. You've got to prepare and you've got to really sit down and think about the information that you're presenting and how did you almost reverse engineering your, yeah. your systems, right? Like, yeah. how did I do that? How do I, how, yep. if I'm going to give them value, I got to teach them the steps and yep. often as leaders, as people who are impactful in different areas, we just do stuff. We, you don't even know how we do it. You just get the job done. If you're right. a great coach, you just mm-hmm. figure out that issue and you, bl- you blow through that. Well, n- speaking causes you to, whether you're speaking at a conference, whether you're speaking in front of a group of, of other uh, colleagues, you have to stop and reverse engineer it. And it, it takes you away from you know, the daily grind. And so almost yeah. ju- just like the music thing, th- whenever I speak, I'm like, I'm full of energy and, yeah. and it's, it's been a great refresher. Yeah. I, 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 I really enjoy it. The other thing I really enjoy is I, I don't, haven't written a lot of articles lately, 
but I do honestly love writing articles. Yes, um, me too. I guess I, I think it just, again, it's that same refocus and just thinking about and reflecting about how, uh, you know, my career or a certain whatever topic I talk about, um, it just really makes me think a little bit deeper about it and yeah. the behind it, um, which has yeah. been, you know, impactful for me. And, you know, and, and I love being on podcasts and, we have our, you know, Beyond the Bench podcast, and um, I yeah. we had Walt, we had Walter Bond on last week, who was like, awesome. uh, you know, kind of a childhood hero for me. Uh, played for the Gophers and was kind of a sixth man and made it to the NBA and was a starter for the Timberwolves. And wow. actually, it was cool because uh, when I was in college, he was playing for the Timberwolves, and I told him this story when we were on our podcast, and I said, "Hey, you probably don't remember this." but you were out to dinner with your wife and we were just a couple of young kids. And we went up to watch the Timberwolves and the golden state warriors. And we parked at the mall of America and lost our car. We could, we could not <laughs> find it. And Walter bond helped us find our car. Wow. And I don't, and I'm sure he does not remember a thing about it, but he, uh, but ever since then I was a fan and I've loved, uh, I love listening to him speak um, and enjoy uh, all of his leadership um, advice uh, and mentorship. Right. So uh, just kind of a cool story. Um, yeah. No, you're have, right. I, it's been I awesome. also, like, I, like you mentioned, started off with writing, loved writing, wrote the book, loved writing the articles. Yeah. And have kind of unintentionally fallen into the speaking, the podcasting. Uh, the doing conferences, the motivational speaking, and it it almost when I was a writer or when I was only writing, it's like okay, I can take my time. It's almost like being in the gym by yourself and, and practicing. Right. Yeah. I can set up the cones exactly how I want them. Or I yeah. want to answer this question, so I'm going to put this here in the document and and so on and so forth. I want to talk about this, so it was like real at my own pace. Whereas mm -hmm. speaking and you're having to answer questions and operate on the fly and talk yeah. about things that are relevant at the time. And so it, it, it's amazing how these things can not only, as you said, cause you to ultimately be a better leader, a better servant for those who you serve, but also have the dual ability to refresh you and take you away and make you. Yeah have a new energy. And, and so how does, how does the podcast do that for you? You know, I, again, I think it's, uh, we always talk about how it is our weekly, you know, uh, just therapy session. All right. Um, I think it just allows us to, to talk about issues that we're having and know that there's other people that are sharing those same frustrations or same issues. And now how do we work through it? I know right. one thing I always tell our coaches and our student athletes is when they come in um, and there's like, Hey, we have this issue. We have this problem. I go at the end of the day, we need to find a solution. It can't be continuing to have the problem. So what are we mm -hmm. going to do to move through this? So again, I think that is my, uh, to just reflect and to think about things differently and not be kind of, uh, drowning in that just sea of negativity but bringing, mm -hmm. bringing us up above that and they're like, okay, now what are we going to do? How are we going to yeah. make this better? And I yep. think that's, it's been really good for me on, uh, you know, not on a personal level, 
but also as a leader too, to, to get, to get to a place where like, all right, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to get it done. I don't know how we're going to do it, but here's a couple of things I heard tonight on the podcast, either from, you know, my two colleagues, Aaron and Todd, who are awesome. And I love those two guys. Uh, or if it's from one of our guests, uh, right. it's really helped me uh, to grow as a leader, I believe. And, oh, absolutely. It's a, it's um, you get, unbelievable epiphanies whether like you said you're on a walk whether you uh take your mind off it through music whether you have other pursuits like speaking um you know i know people that compete as as outdoorsmen you know whether it be fishing or hunting but it's amazing how you step into that world and all of a sudden you get an epiphany on that can affect positively affect your leadership in your career and you're like man these these seem like two totally divergent things but they come together so what are some other ways that these avocations reshape you as a leader you know i think again i think it's just uh stepping out of your your own shoes and kind of putting yourself either in the place of someone else or you know one thing i i've really uh and, and this is just through reading but just stepping into, um, you know, reading an article about a CEO from, in, you know, American Airlines or a CEO from, you know, whatever other industry out there and really trying to place myself in that scenario and how I can relate it back to um, just like you were just talking about how uh, getting ready for a, a speaking engagement. It's just like having that same feeling that you had as an athlete. Mm-hmm. It's such a great way to think about that. I never even thought about that, but it kind of, it does give you that rush that you got back when yeah. you were playing sports. Yeah. And that's, a, it's kind of a, you know, it gets you kind of charged up and you're excited to do it. Although there's some apprehension, just like you go into a game. Um, I think that same thing can be said true for, you know, reading articles or listening to, um, you know, leaders from outside of the athletic arena. Um, I think we can take, any situation that they're dealing with, whether it's a large corporation or a small business and really put ourselves in that same situation and learn and grow from those different opportunities. So I think that, you know, one thing that, that I've tried to do a better job of this year is trying to look outside of the athletic, you know, realm to try to find leaders and mentors that I can read about or read about leadership. Um, I want I want to interject right there because I think that's an important point. I don't want leaders to miss. At the end of the day, this is all about empathy. At the end of the day, you have to have something that is putting you in a position of empathy where you are viewing the world through others because it's so easy to only view the world through our lens and through our personal lens. And when you can get empathetic by stepping into somebody else's world, it it just reframes your whole situation. And one of, one of the things I think as, as leaders, even just as people that, that we are always having to guard against monotony. If you're a coach, if you're a leader, you're always working to change things up. So your players don't get uh, in a ho-hum attitude where every day is the same. And so I think what you're saying is whether it's the music, whether it's the speaking, whether it's the podcasting, whatever it may be, it is a change of pace. 
yeah. that allows you to be empathetic and ultimately serve others at a higher level. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm in again, I, I just have really tried to make a focus of that, just trying to get out, and especially uh, in, in today's climate and culture. I think that as leaders, we really have to do that. I mean, I think it's imperative that we have that empathy that we can step into other people's shoes and see and celebrate and um, mm. try to, you know, push, uh, you know, things forward and not always get in, like you said, that ho-hum attitude, like, hey, we need to know as leaders, things are going to change. Things are going to be different and we got to move and, and we can't just stay stagnant. Right. You, you cannot be successful staying the same. Yeah. No, when you as a leader, you've got to do two things. You've got to be able to create those connections. And the more you can be empathetic, it allows you to do that. But also on the other end, when people see me out on my bike or people see me coaching my kids or I because of my secretary's uh, comment the other day, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I was driving into work the other day and it was raining and I was like, I need some energy. I'm like, I'm going to try this trap music. <laughs> and and so I'm pulling up and my kids are, are some of our student athletes are running earlier in the morning before yeah. school for cross country. And so I'm pulling up bumping trap music. You know, yeah. I've got my mask on and yep. all of a sudden those kids saw me and I rolled down my window and smiled at them. And, but that allows the people that you're leading that you connect with to see you in a different light. And so yeah, all of a sudden sure. they reframe you and there's more connections there as well. So I, I, I love that point that you made just as far as the, it recreates you. I, I came into this conversation thinking, how can I recreate myself? But mm -hmm. it, it reframes also how people see you. And so yeah. it recreates you from their perspective. So it, yeah. it's so important. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And I think some of that is just being vulnerable, too. And it is sometimes sometimes as it as athletic director, I feel like that's really hard to do. It and is. There's been been times in my career when I've tried not to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. uh, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel natural. No. And when, when you can get to that place where you can be vulnerable and yes. you can, you know, speak with your kids and coaches from the heart, it just it has a huge impact, not only on on um, on me as a person, but I feel it has a huge impact on my student athletes and my coaches also. No, you're right. And I think that's one of the ways I've grown. Even over the last year, this podcast has forced me to be more vulnerable because yeah. everybody knows uh, the pedantic, um, you know, blueprint as far as do this, be professional, say these yep. things, get better. But we're people, you know, there's yeah. so much color and context that go into us. And the way I do it, is going to be different than the way every single other person does it because yes. we're all unique individuals. And yeah. it's those uniqueness, those vulnerabilities that attract others to us. And yeah. like, oh, I didn't know you were struggling with this or I didn't know you mm -hmm. liked to do this. And, and again, I think that all goes into recreation, you know? Yeah. And, and so whether, whether you're sharing these things with the people you lead like, hey, let's let's go get on a bike together. Let's go sing together. You know, let's yeah. whatever it is, it creates yeah. these connections. Yeah. But I want to ask you also, <clears throat> and I, I guess we kind of answered this question. Yeah. But what are some ways that that we can be intentional 
in in our recreation? What are some ways that we can, um, you know, set this as a part of a of a routine or a system where we're always reminding ourselves to to recreate ourselves? Yeah, and I think we, we touched on this a little bit, but just just developing that interpersonal IQ and, and stepping into someone else's shoes. And I think that is something as um, athletic administrators, we're actually really good at is just having that, the ability to, to really know and understand people. And, you know, I think that's important. The other thing we talked about it, but it's just being vulnerable, I think is important to that is just being intentional mm. and just being willing to surrender yourself to whatever, you know, is coming your way. And sometimes we try to resist change or try to, you know, uh, you know, put up a wall um, mm-hmm. in that, in that vulnerability, but you know, it's, it's hard to let those walls come down sometimes because mm-hmm. you don't want people to know, you know, you know, your vulnerabilities. You don't want people right. to know your weaknesses. Well, but, and uh, they, they, they go up, those walls go up much easier than they come down. Like it's easy yeah. for me to walk around without a smile on my face. And I didn't even realize this, but I, I'm in my first year at my current um, district. And yeah. one of the secretaries for the, for the principal was saying, oh, I was so scared of you because you just <laughs> walked around like you were so about business and you were, yeah. and I'm like, I didn't even realize that, you know what I'm right. saying? And so yeah. those walls go up much easier than they come down. Yeah. I can, you know, and, and as, as it's always about trying something new, you know, it's like, what can we do to be intentional? And, and I think it's just, we got to sometimes put ourselves in positions that we don't always feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, at, at, I, we just had a, a, bo- a school board meeting the other night and I said to our school board, I said, being a leader is about being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and I think, in this, in our, in our uh, career path, that's something that we have to really almost aspire to be comfortable being uncomfortable because each and every day comes with it something different, right? Uh, be- because there's always things going on. We always have, you know, personnel issues to deal with, or you know, team chemistry issues to deal with, or right. you know, whatever's going wrong. We got to be in a, in a situation and and have the, you know the leadership skills and abilities to just push through that and say to our, and lead and talk to our coaches about some of those things that, you know, holding them accountable, holding our kids accountable, holding our parents accountable. And those aren't always easy things to do. No, um, you're right. You're it's, right. It's tough. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I used to be uncomfortable at was, was connecting with others, like whether yeah. it was calling you to, to be a part of this podcast or, sure. Or uh, even calling other ads now during this pandemic situation. One of the things we're doing, we're calling ads every week of of our opponents and just seeing how it's going. Have you guys had any issues related yep. to COVID nineteen? And I I used to be apprehensive about those calls. I I grew sure. up in the Jordan era, which sure. was I'm competing with you, so I right. don't want to connect with you. I'm I'm going to beat you, and so on and so <laughs> forth. And yeah. what I've learned is, like you said, working through that uncomfortability, but doing so in a way with a with an emotional IQ and, a, and, and an empathy, as we mentioned earlier, yeah. where I'm going into these conversations now as a servant. I'm calling sure. these ADs and, hey, Matt, how can I help you? Is there anything I can do for you? How's it yep. going? 
And ultimately, it's it's me who who walk away with with either a relationship or they they mention something that helps helps yep. me. But just being open, entering conversations and having that mindset of, of empathy and of um, willingness to to deal with being uncomfortable um, has grown me as a leader and brought so much value to me, you yeah. know. And, and so it, it is something that you, it's almost counterintuitive. Yeah, because taking those risks um, and kind of stepping out of that comfort zone can be really scary. But and, and sometimes we'll fail. And, right. and it's okay. It's okay to fail. And, and then I, I tell everybody, Hey, I fail every day. Well, but well it's I, funny you say that because with COVID-19, we literally do fail every day. Oh, I mean, we, there's some <laughs> protocol yeah. or there's some <laughs> issue where you're like, did we do that correctly? Right. And what I was telling one of the ADs I called this week is every time we fail, we get better. Like I feel like a COVID-19 expert in a lot of ways, you know, <laughs> there's, know. there's so much I don't know. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. there's a lot that I do know. And I can tell yeah. you some stuff. And as far as uh, contact tracing and, and yep. looking back at different situations and say, Hey, that student needs to quarantine that student doesn't. Yep. And so we learn so much, even through, we fall forward through those failures. There's no doubt. And I think that's, that all kind of goes back to just taking the risk and being vulnerable, trying something new and knowing and, and being okay with, you know, we're going to fail, but it's going to be okay. And we're going to learn right. and grow from it. Well, well, that's amazing stuff, man. I'm going to, I'm going to put a pin in it there. Cause I think everybody, all of our listeners can get value out of that. We, we obviously started off with, with recreation, but at the end of the day, whether it's inside or outside of your career, these things are all going to build you up as a leader to bring impact to those you serve. So I think we've, we've given them something to think about. I, I want to thank you for being here today. I want to ask you where, where can leaders connect with you? Where's a good place to either, whether it be your podcast or if they yeah. have any questions. Uh, well, we, we do weekly podcasts uh, beyond the bench. And I do that with Aaron Stecker and Todd Gordon. Um, they can uh, follow me on Twitter at Jaguars AD or uh, I have a pocket AD at pocket AD uh, on Twitter or link, reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. I love reading the articles on there. Uh, I get to stay connected with you, uh, Jason, and, <laughs> and a lot of other people that I look up to that are, are doing great job in this industry and uh, continue to learn and grow from people on there also. No. And that's, that's something I do want to give a shout out. There are a lot of, of ADs across the country that are that are doing different podcasts, that are doing different YouTube channels. We're always talking about uh, how associations make us better. We're also, even in relation to today's topic, uh, when you're on, out on that walk or exercising, this is something you can be listening to. All of these type of, type of platforms are something you can be listening to to get better. And so consistently constantly look out for those things and support the people who are who are putting out content for you so thank you again scott best well, thank of luck you this year and i'll continue to follow you and uh keep keep going and i want to encourage leaders everywhere to as always go out and lead your best
Hey guys, if you'd like to connect with me to answer any questions or if I can help you in any way, shoot me a line at jlpengages at gmail.com. As always, rating the podcast helps others find us easier, so we appreciate if you can do that as well. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Now go out and be your best.